0: This is Bigger Pockets Daily. Get ready for a bite-sized guide to building wealth through real estate. BiggerPockets.com offers the world's biggest real estate investing forum and thousands of blog articles like the one I'm about to share. We bring you these in audio form because you can't read when you're riding your bike
1: or building a deck. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. I'm proud to offer premium wireless for just $15 a month.
0: And I'm proud that we have thousands of five-star reviews from customers like Dan D in New York who writes, I am satisfied customer. How can this only be 15 bucks? He wrote it in all caps. I needed you to feel it like he feels it. I hope I did that justice, Dan. And I hope that you try Mint too at
1: mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 for three months required. New subscribers only. Renew for 12 months to lock in savings. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com. Always find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine & More. With so many great bottles to choose from at the lowest price, it's easy to find your favorite Cabernet, Chardonnay, or maybe you're more of a whiskey drinker. Well, one of their single barrel bourbons is sure to please. With a little help from one of their friendly guides, Find the perfect bottle that's just right for you. Hosting friends or family and don't have time to shop in store? Well, that's no problem because Total Wine & More makes it easy to get everything you need for any occasion with curbside pickup and delivery. But you know what the best thing about shopping at Total Wine & More is? That every bottle comes with the confidence of knowing you just found something amazing. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find only at Total Wine & More. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. That's TotalWine.com. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21.
0: Understanding Deeds, a Comprehensive Guide by Cyrus Vanover. Understanding how deeds work is vitally important for every real estate investor. There are several different kinds of deeds, and the type you get when you buy a property may affect whether you have recourse if there are any future claims. A clause in the deed may also limit what you can do with your property or require you to allow other property owners to cross your property to access theirs. Okay, so first of all, what's a deed? A deed is a legal document that shows proof of ownership for a property. It contains information about the current owner, the person or entity that sold it, a physical description of the property, and other important information. When you buy a property, the deed will state who the grantor is, which is the person or entity that is selling the property. The deed will also state who the grantee is, which is the person or entity that is buying or taking claim of the property. There are several types of deeds too, and the one used may affect how much protection you will receive when buying a property. The deed may also contain legally binding guarantees or even restrictions on how the property can be used. Let's talk about the difference between deed and title. By the way, we actually have a couple of podcasts that explain title and what it's all about just a couple of episodes back so you can check out the archives to find those a deed and a title are not the same that's the bottom line a title gives a property owner the legal right to reside on and modify a property the deed transfers ownership of a property from one owner to another So another way to view the difference between deed and title is in how the two terms are sometimes used. Someone might say, he deeded the property to me. For example, to describe the process of transferring ownership, someone may also say, I have the title to this land. This is referring to actually owning a property. Let's talk about the types of deeds now. There are several different types of deeds, believe it or not, and the one you receive will depend on how the property was purchased. Different types of deeds each have important stipulations, so pay attention, and this may affect how a property can be used. Quit-claim deed. A quit-claim deed is used when ownership of a property is transferred to someone without being sold. Huh. It's just a quick way to transfer ownership and is commonly used when a family member gives a property to another family member. Title searches are usually not even done with quit-claim deeds. Special warranty deed. A special warranty deed only involves the time that a seller owned a property. It does not offer any guarantees about a property when it was previously owned. These deeds are also sometimes referred to as limited warranty deeds or grant deeds and are usually used in foreclosures. If a special warranty deed is used with a home that is part of an HOA, for example, the new owner will not be responsible for the previous owner's association dues. General warranty deed. So general warranty deeds are among the most common deeds that real estate investors will encounter and are also sometimes referred to as just warranty deeds. With this type of deed, the seller transfers ownership of a property to the buyer and guarantees that there are no liens or other claims. The property is owned free and clear. If it is later discovered that there is a claim to the property, the seller promises to pay to have the issue resolved. Bargain and sale deed. All right, a bargain and sale deed is commonly used when people buy foreclosures or properties at tax lien sales. These deeds don't guarantee that there aren't any liens or other property claims. If it is later discovered that there is a claim to a property, the new owner is going to be responsible for that. Let's talk about a deed of trust. So this is when the ownership of a property is transferred to a third party, like a bank. The third party then holds the property until the mortgage is completely paid off. These deeds are sometimes referred to as trust deeds, and some states do require them when financing is used to buy properties. Mortgage deed. A mortgage deed is when a lender places a lien on a property until the mortgage that was used to buy it is paid off. If the borrower defaults on that mortgage, the lender has a legal right to foreclose on the property, of course. Now we dive into the contents of a deed. This is fun, isn't it? So a deed usually includes certain information, some of which is required to make it valid. So here are some common terms you may encounter when reviewing a deed. Parties involved. Yeah, the parties involved must be clearly stated in the deed There are typically two parties involved, the person who is giving up ownership or the grantor and the person who will be the new owner, grantee. Property description. This is also referred to as the legal description. It's a description of the property boundaries and must include as much detail as possible to prevent confusion. If a survey of the property hasn't been done, by the way, meets and bounds and recorded plats may be used. The actual address itself is not the legal description consideration in legal terms consideration refers to something of value that is promised to someone in a contract a contract isn't enforceable without this consideration money is of course the most common form of consideration but other assets may also be used words of conveyance in a contract words of conveyance refer to the clause that transfers property ownership from one person or entity to another. If the words of conveyance aren't clear, it could result in legal challenges in the future. Covenant A covenant is a promise made in a contract to the other party that something will or will not be done. An example is when a grantor makes a covenant of title, which is a promise that there are no liens or claims to the title. Warranty A warranty is a statement attesting to or guaranteeing that something mentioned in the contract is true. If it turns out to not be true, the affected party may negotiate or sue for damages. An example of a warranty is when a grantor guarantees that a property is in full compliance with all building codes and zoning regulations. The Deed Conveyance Process The time it takes to get a deed when buying a property will vary depending on different factors and could take anywhere from a few weeks to a few months. But generally speaking, there are three parts to the deed conveyance process. Deed preparation, signing of the deed, and recording of the deed. Let's talk about that, preparing the deed. So a deed must be prepared before both parties can sign it. The first step is to select the type of deed. For example, a warranty deed, a quick claim deed, bargain and sale deed, all that kind of stuff. The deed is then drafted to include all that relevant information that we talked about. The names and addresses of the grantor and grantee are included with the property description or legal description. Additional information may include covenants and warranties, consideration, words of conveyance, and other important clauses. Signing and notarizing the deed. After the deed is prepared, both parties and their attorneys will review the document to make sure all the necessary information is included and that it is correct. The grantor will then sign the deed in the presence of a notary public. Recording the deed. After the deed is signed, it is then delivered to the grantee, which may be done at the closing. The deed is then recorded by the county recorder, registrar, or clerk, and becomes a public record that anyone can look up. The office where deeds are recorded varies depending on where the property is located. How to obtain a deed. There are several ways that property can be obtained, and a new deed will need to be prepared each time there is new ownership. The type of deed that is used may be different depending on how the ownership of the property is transferred. Let's talk about inherited property. So when someone passes away, the property is typically passed on to one or more heirs. Before a new deed is prepared, the property may go through the probate process, a legal process that is used to determine the heirs, settle debts, and distribute assets. An executor's deed is usually used to transfer ownership from the estate to the heirs. Purchased property Yeah, buying property is the most common reason that new deeds are prepared. Property may be purchased by investors, homeowners, businesses, all that kind of stuff, and for a bunch of different purposes. Property may be bought directly from a seller, but it may also be purchased at auction, from a lender after a bank foreclosure, or at a tax lien sale. The type of deed used when property is purchased will vary and could be a warranty deed, special warranty deed, bargain and sale deed, or even something else. Gifted property. This is important. A property may be given to someone without being sold. This is the most common uh, with family members. A parent may want to help a child get a head start in life, for example, by buying them a starter home. When property is gifted, a quit claim deed is usually used for that. Property transfer. In some cases, property is transferred from one owner to another without being sold. A property could be gifted to a charitable organization, for example, or transferred to a trust for estate planning purposes. Property ownership may also need to be transferred in a divorce. In these cases, a quitclaim deed is usually used. Common deed-related terms. Understanding some of the common terminology used in deeds may help you know if there are any important stipulations that may limit what you can do with a property. It may also help you identify issues that may affect your ownership of the property, like with an encumbrance. Easements. An easement is a right-of-way that is granted to a person, business, or government. An example of an easement is when a utility company has the right to be on a property to access power lines. Another example is when a property owner is only able to access their property by crossing someone else's property. Let's talk about encumbrances too real quick. An encumbrance refers to anything that could affect a property's title or how it is used. Liens, which are legal claims to a property's title, are common encumbrances. A deed restriction is another type of encumbrance. A deed restriction from an HOA or zoning regulations, for example, could prevent an owner from building a swimming pool, changing the color of a building or something else. Grantee. A grantee is someone who is receiving a property when ownership is being transferred. The grantee is usually responsible for having a property inspected and a title search done prior to a transfer. A grantee is usually someone who is buying a property, but it could also be someone who is receiving property as a gift or inheritance. Granter. So a grantor is someone who is transferring ownership of a property to someone else. A grantor could be a homeowner real estate investor, or a business. It could also be a bank or credit union, for example, after a loan default, when there is a property foreclosure. The grantor is usually responsible for preparing a new deed in a property transfer. Restrictive covenants. A restrictive covenant is a clause in a real estate contract that limits how a property can be used. Restrictive covenants are common with HOAs, for example to make sure all the homes in a community adhere to certain standards. A restrictive covenant in an HOA community could prevent a homeowner from running a business out of their home, parking an RV in the driveway, painting the exterior certain colors, or building a football field in the front yard. Those types of things. Final thoughts. So deeds convey important information when transferring property from one owner to another. They may warrant or guarantee certain things or prevent you from doing certain things with your property. Understanding the different types of deeds and their components whenever you buy and sell properties may also help to prevent future problems. Although deeds are not difficult to understand, it's important to have a real estate attorney review a deed before you sign it to make sure everything is correct. Also, be sure to consult with a real estate attorney if you have any questions or concerns about a deed that's today's show we'll see you tomorrow but in the meantime keep listening to more educational real estate content with one of our top rated audiobooks at biggerpockets.com slash audiobooks each audiobook is a masterclass if I dare say whether you're a rental property investor a short-term rental host a flipper an agent or a private lender you'll find a captivating audiobook to propel you to success thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow